Welcome back to the Messy Reality Breakdown with your host, Ray. And your girl, Lily. This is the podcast where we cover our favorite reality shows in the name of fun, shade, and a splash of messiness. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I always like to play around with that, but I do. <laughs> Okay. But, of course, you know, I'm always going to ask, how are you doing, Ray? I'm doing okay. It's, it's the okay. work week. I am. It's, it's really just okay. It's not, nothing exciting, not bad, not excited, just okay. Um, you know, Labor Day weekend is this week, right? This weekend, so I'm happy about that. Extra day off. Um, well, what did you do this past weekend? So I went out to this Thai restaurant. Okay. Um, it was pretty good. It was my first time going to that place specifically, and yeah, it was get? really. I forgot. I think I, I'm probably saying it, the name wrong, but Penang, Penang, perfect. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but basically, it was like it had white rice, and then it had like it was like a peanut curry. Sauce with chicken and broccoli and carrots and cucumber. So you know, it was it was it was really it was good, and it was only like one. It had like one pepper, which like that just determined the spice level. Uh, so you know, I don't like was that extreme. Huh? Um, <laughs> no, it was it, it was just right. <laughs> okay. You know, I don't like spicy, so that was just just good enough for me. Mm. Um. So what about you? What did you say? Oh, nothing. So I went to Trader Joe's this past weekend, and I love Trader Joe's. I'm never going to not like Trader Joe's. Um, I was really sad, speaking of not being being able to pronounce stuff. I don't know what it's called, but it's like this Korean balut. I don't know. I'm not even going to try it. Um, And they were sold out. It's been trending, and the only kind that they had left was plant-based. And I'm sorry, but I need real meat. Um, mm. I was talking to someone the other day and we were like, it's not that I don't like artificial meat, but, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind chicken star. I think it's called morning stars or something like that. And they have these really good chicken nuggets. Now, those taste very delicious. The Beyond mm-hmm. Beef. Have you ever had the Beyond Beef patties? I have. It's actually not that bad. I was going to say the beef is not that bad. And so mm-hmm. because I like the beef, I went to um, Publix. And one time they had to buy one, get one free for the sausage, like the breakfast sausage. And I was like, oh, well, I already know, you know, this is going to be just fine. Well, I tried it and I kept faking like I liked it. And I just remember sitting at the uh, the table one morning. And I was like, yeah, I'm not eating this anymore because it's disgusting. And there was a reason why I was buy one, get one free. So. Yeah, but um, so I let that plant based beef sit right there because fool me, so were, you, came on me. Hmm. were you faking like you liked it because you paid the money for it? So you were like, I might as well just eat it, and that's exactly what it was. Yep, <laughs> I tried I my best, it. but I just I did the same thing with LaCroix water, I pretended mm. like I liked it for as long as I could, and I was like, This is disgusting, like, I'm not. Yeah, I don't like it. And people sit there and drink it with their little Apple watches on all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's disgusting. Speaking of disgusting. Oh, well, before I get there, I just want to say I'm really excited, you all, because we are counting down. Um, Beyonce has a birthday. You brought up uh Labor Day just now. Mm -hmm. Her day, her birthday's the day after Labor Day. And I'm really excited because she's asking everybody to show up to her concerts and like silver and and you know, just disco-esque vibes. And of course, I am not going to any of her concerts, but I'm really sad because I wish I could and I wish that I, you know, could be a part of that experience. I didn't watch it on YouTube, but I say all that to say that besides Beyonce having her birthday slash concert on the 4th, we got another birthday approaching us. And, you know, I'm excited for our special friend. Of course, I'm talking about Ray. I don't know why he's saying like, who, me? Am I the drama? Yes, babe. I was going to ask that. Who, me, who? (laughs) Of course it's you. And it's a huge milestone. It's 30. Mm -hmm. Now, I've already crossed that path, you know, years ago. (laughs) But I'm really excited. And before we start jumping into the reality um, coverage, Mm -hmm. I just want to say, what are your thoughts about turning 30? Um, you know, I always say like, well, I'm just glad to still be here, but I don't know. It's just gonna, I want to say it's not going to feel different, but I feel like it is like, 
yes, I'm still young, but it's like I'm not in my twenties anymore. You know? Yeah. I don't know. And I just, you know, that's like a long time. I've been in my twenties. I mean, it's only ten years, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, no, I know exactly what you mean. It Honestly, it was so the, long. It was the longest slash fastest, and yeah. I'm so angry. I will never be able to get. And, this sounds very like first world, you know, but I'm yeah. so angry because I spent the last of my twenties in COVID. Mm-hmm. And so like how I imagine turning 30, I don't know, but it did align. Cause like I, I told you, I think COVID was the worst slash best thing that ever happened to me mm-hmm. um, because I did a lot of reflection when it felt like the world was shutting down. You know, anybody that knows me knows I have huge terrible anxiety especially when it comes to traveling and so because I was like I don't know if I'll ever have this opportunity to like be able to go free will because you know how they shut Mm -hmm. everything down because I knew I was turning 30 and because of how COVID happened I decided to get on a plane for the first time so Mm -hmm. it did push me outside of my limits but I just wish that I could have wrapped up my 20s in a world that was free I would say like I feel like the 20s was the first time where I feel like my growth started like mm-hmm. you know just in general in terms of life like you know I couldn't wait to just leave high school and stuff like I don't you know that really wasn't my time but I feel like you know once I got you know into college and after graduating just like the ups and downs of you know real world quote unquote and just like relationships like in terms of friendships in this case for me like the ones i thought would last didn't and then like trying to find yourself and trying to maintain that it's just all the stuff you're trying to learn i i mean i would say like one regret it's not like sad but i just wish if anything i took more risk in like my 20s but you know i think that you learn that and you reflect about that in your 20s because now you know what you want for yourself in your 30s and you know there might be regrets that you have that you didn't really explore in your 30s that you'll try to discover within your 40s i think that every decade is just you know learning something new uh so yeah yeah i mean i definitely feel like now that i'm kind of getting an inkling you know more what i like to do and want to do and stuff then I would probably take more effort now. Like, because again, I'm still single. You know, I don't have any children or anything. Nothing is really holding me back Mm -hmm. still. So it's like, well, I might as well. You know, I, the thing that I really hate about myself is just, like I said, the travel anxiety because I don't have any Mm -hmm. kids. I'm not in a relationship. I don't even have a pet. And while some people might say, oh, I feel sorry for you, I'm actually okay. It's not as scary or as bad as I thought it would be. Because, you know, every mm-hmm. little girl daydreams about, oh, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have, like, three kids. You know, and obviously that did not happen. But mm-hmm. the part that frustrates me about my anxiety is that I literally could travel the world because there's nothing holding me back. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. That's something that I am I need to work on and, you know, be mm-hmm. with me. I think... I'll just end it right here because I know we're, you know, Mm -hmm. going on. But I think for me, it's like, I don't want to come to a point where I'm just desperate. You know how we get to a certain age, especially like when you're 30 plus and that's when people like, you know, why need to really do something? So they ended up just jumping into something just because they feel like they have to. Yeah, don't settle. So like, I don't want to do that. And I think that when you're single and you're dating, this is a great time to figure out what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And I always tell certain people like, because they get offended when relationships don't work out. But I'm like, you know, just like people have the right, just like you have the right to choose whether or not you're interested in somebody. And when you're no longer interested, it's nothing personal. It's like, oh, that just wasn't for me. You know, other people have that same um, Mm -hmm. right to feel the same way. So I think when you think about it with that perspective, it just makes dating a little bit easier, you know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, we definitely gave y'all a long <laughs> intro, but that's okay. Cause we're going to jump right into it. Of course, y'all know we are covering college Hill South beach and we are on season six, episode eight. And the name of this episode is the wild, wild West. Hey, <laughs> the wild, wild. I know he don't know this song. I do know that song. So don't, right. don't do that. Are you talking about Will Smith or the original? That's about Will Smith. Yeah, okay. He okay. did that. He did the song. He what are you did. talking about? He did a different version. We're going straight ha, to ha, the wild, wild. That's yeah. But I was singing, there was a rap song called The Wild, Wild West. It's okay. We'll look it up. Okay, you. yeah, I don't know. All right. We know. All right. <laughs> and so the summary of this episode is that 
You know, the cast is headed to Key West for a much-needed mini-vacation. And you guys remember last episode, we were introduced to a new cast member. Her name was Catherine, but she goes by Kay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're kind of resuming from that. So they're on the bus. It's now daylight. And it just seems like things are going a little bit too far, right? So in a confessional, Kay opens up about how she really feels like, I'm sorry, you know, her being the new girl, she noticed that everyone has their bond and they don't really want to talk to her. So she feels isolated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to pick up the oh, oh, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she feels isolated. And, you know, we see Kyle that, you know, we see Kyle continuing just being mean and just talking about her saying, you know, they brought this new bitch. And he's like, ooh, on the boat. And that he's not, and he says in this confessional that he's not thrilled to have a new roommate. He's shaking his head and just being just an asshole. Oh, yeah. I like that better. Who's being an asshole? He's just being a total asshole. And then we see Tiffany, her following ass. Oh my God. Okay. Anyway. Well, you remember they were all sharing the bed and there was a yeah. discussion about that. Did you pay attention to what he said, Kyle? I mean, that was said. I, he was saying like they're all sharing the bed so I have to share all this say it because I know he said something about that but honestly I didn't really go well, to the rest of the roommates, well the rest of the roommates they're on the bed and they were struggling all fit on there and Kyle being the messy person that he is says yeah there was no way that we were all gonna fit on the bed plus there's a new bitch I just said that the new bitch comment but I'm talking in reference to why he said it oh okay okay Oh my bad. All right. Okay, Kyle. I'm about to be K. What you think? I want to be Allison, and we're gonna talk about why. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of, um, so going back, so Tiffany says in her confessional that she hopes the new girl has tough skin because you know this is you know she has to get to really know us, and we have there's a lot of big personalities in this group. And Allison decides to actually go up to Kate and talk to her, you know, just to be nice and kind. Like, you know, no one really has been basically nice to her as she's coming in. And she just wants to be personable and just like, hey, how are you doing? You know, typical get to know you stuff. And I, I mean, it could be Allison, too, because she knew that she was cold to her. So she wanted to correct it immediately. Yeah. So they are. Oh, so they actually. I want to mention this. So they can. They talk, and then Kay mentioned that she's a dancer. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really cool to mention. You know, mm-hmm. we all like a dancer. Mm. Um, <laughs> Got the body of a goddess. That really. <laughs> but in general, um, so they finally arrive to Key West, and they all get on the boat, and the boat is out, and they start going jet skiing. And, you know, we see Chris and Tiffany on the jet ski. And then Tiffany saying how, you know, Chris likes it, likes it, what is it? Like, like he likes it rough or something on the book. Okay, because let's go ahead and give some context here. Yeah, let's. For the little freak. So for the jet skiing, you know, Tiffany okay. is saying that she likes to just go slow on the boat, on the jet okay. ski. And. I don't know why I said the boat. This is definitely a jet ski. And she said that she didn't really like how Chris liked to just be rough on there. And he's going really, really fast. Like, she likes to take it slow. And I wonder if that was almost an analogy to their relationship. Probably. I don't know where they stand, really, though. It seems like Chris might be more into Tiffany than Tiffany is into Chris. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Because I'm just going based off of, like, past episodes. It seems like she's like, yeah, you know, we're just kind of... Mm-hmm. Each other. Yeah, I don't know. You think they did it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think they probably made out, but I don't think that that you know anything else happened personally. So we see after that we see the roommates. It looks like they were riding on an inflatable hot dog or something. The banana boat. Okay, yeah. The banana boat. <laughs> that actually looked pretty fun. I wouldn't want to do. Can you swim? I think we already talked about it. You can't. No, swim. I. Not, yeah, I can't I can swim. But, I mean, they did have life jackets on. So yeah, I don't want to be in nobody's water. <laughs> Except for the. Top. Um. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. so everyone's getting on the banana boat, and it's an eye-opening experience for the cast because they've never done any of these activities before. 
And of course, you know, you keep seeing everyone fall into the water, as we said. And so then you see, while the rest of everyone else is like kind of doing the activities, Kay, Allison, and Brandon are off to the side and they're chatting with each other. And Kay mentions that she thinks that Brandon is a sweetheart. She said that in the confessional. And she's just mm. happy that she has somebody on her side that's in the house. And it also appears that Brandon is drinking. And as you may recall, he threw up mm -hmm. all over the house from a drinking binge the night before. Now, I want mm -hmm. to say this, or maybe perhaps ask a question. I'm kind of curious if Kay's views on Brandon may change. Because she might just think that he's a sweetheart because... A familiarity like okay well i know mm -hmm. him um so i know that automatically and he is used kind of like they might need each other right because by the mm -hmm. time that k arrived on that bus you remember everybody was pissed the hell off at brandon mm -hmm. so it's kind of like they both needed each other because they were both isolated for different reasons one because yeah. Brandon's is not taking accountability and he's nasty as fuck and then with k it's because she's new so everyone's like automatically hating on her Mm -hmm. It's like they're they're relying on each other out of desperation. Yeah, I can. I mean, I see that because when she was saying that she was happy that Brandon is here, I was thinking to myself, "Don't speak too soon." Right. Um, yeah, because again, we already see how that has how Brandon has acted in the house, and we're just on episode eight. Right, and I'm kind of curious though: will her views evolve and change after? Because mm -hmm. she's slowly making alliances in this. Um, episode mm -hmm. i mean it's one but it's one that counts i think for sure and we'll get oh, into definitely. that a little bit more um and so the next activity for the day is that they're going to go parasailing and while they're on the boat kyle is talking about you know having a new girl in the house and he's talking a lot of shit in front of her and mm -hmm. he's saying how it's awkward that she's there especially because everyone's built a relationship amongst each other and, mm -hmm. you know, you have a guy that's, like, preparing them for the parasailing. Like, I don't know what you call it, like, the worker. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But he jumps in, and he's like, well, I'm the new guy, and I don't feel awkward at all. And Kyle, he has a little rebuttal, and he's like, well, maybe you and the new girl need to try to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And so, in another confessional, you have Chris who's saying that he feels that the trash talk between Kyle and the new girl is just, it's really stupid. And he says that he understands Kyle's point of view because there's a new girl and you feel like, you know, you're trying to get a feel for her. You're like trying to fill her out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that she has to make sure that she's playing her role. Which yeah. I think is crazy. Why should I have to be submissive and hide a part of myself because I'm new? Like, if I'm naturally a people person, I'm extroverted, mm -hmm. why should I isolate myself and let y'all tell me if it's okay for me to be accepted in the group. Like, why should that, I dim my light? Yeah, that's what annoyed me, like, when he was speaking. And he even mentions, too, that at the end, he says, Chris says that he would he would handle it differently. But how so? Like, we've never seen you even interact with her in this whole time. Well, I don't think he's allowed and, to right now. Yeah, and I just, like... You know, they say this stuff, but then they don't really do anything in order to make her feel welcome. Chris has that issue, though. And I think that maybe has something to do with his alliance with Kyle. Because, I mean, I've noticed that a lot. Kyle, I'm sorry, Chris will talk a lot of shit in the confessional. But when mm -hmm. things are unraveling, he doesn't really speak up. The only time I really saw him speak up is when he got frustrated with um, Brandon last episode over the throw up. And told him, like, no, you need to clean this up. Mm -hmm. Um, like I feel like he's doing the whole both sides thing which I hate I don't um, even think that he's playing both sides because he's just sitting in silence and I feel like well, to be silent is to be compliant as far as like taking Kyle's side yeah I think um, you know then Kyle says that um, in his confessional that the reason why he doesn't like Kay is because she's not one of the original roommates and that this whole thing is just part of the process like he's planning and on using her Exactly. I'm like, and I literally wrote, like, this isn't like a prison or a frat. Like, mm -hmm. please chill the fuck out. I mean, literally, she's just a new housemate in the house. And, and I can say from, I can say from my perspective, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if we're having a, like, let's say I'm, I'm in a house with you, like, we're on trial with you, and you brought a friend, and then I brought another friend, and we're just hanging out. 
But let's say if someone else came that I wasn't aware of, I'm not going to lie. I would be kind of like a little standoffish because I'm just like... But you're hmm. shy in some yeah. aspects. So that's kind of different. And then eventually, I wouldn't treat them like, you know, shit. And eventually, you know, as they're there, I'll probably get to know them. We have a good time. But this whole thing is just ridiculous. This is not Survivor. And I almost feel like because of Kyle's loudness and because of how he really came off so strong of his dislike and disdain of her, I feel Mm -hmm. like now you have everyone trying to follow groupthink and it's like well well, let's follow the leader but i wonder if Mm -hmm. allison was the first person to approach her and was like hey welcome to the bus you know and allison was the first person right huh wasn't allison the first person i don't recall but i'm just saying it might have been i really don't remember what what i'm saying though is if it wasn't kyle being the loud mouth one setting mm-hmm. the standard of this is how I feel about her so I think everyone else though he didn't actually say it but subliminally you can kind of you saw I fucked that word up he like kind of <laughs> he set the, the tone of the bus so it's kind of yeah. like everyone's kind of following suit and they're doing it by being silent mm-hmm. whereas Allison was like no I'm about to speak up hey girl um, I'm sorry I was a little cold earlier so you want to sit down together what you do what you, you know she's getting to know her like yeah, that is how easy the process should have been and I feel like you got Kyle over here dragging like a bag of or I'm sorry yeah, yeah I was gonna say testicles but anyway <laughs> um, um, so Allison and the new girl you know they're about to um start parasailing and so while they're literally in the sky you got Kyle on the damn boat still talking shit Mm-hmm. And you know you see, you hear Allison telling Kay like listen there's going to be a fight today. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like she's almost foreshadowing something, you know? Mm-hmm. And she wants and she says like I just wanted to make sure that I warned Kay because I don't want her to kind of be surprised about what's to come. And so then when they come back down Kyle asks, "Well, did y'all have fun? Did y'all have enough air to fill up those heads?" Yeah, and then Allison says that, you know, that wasn't necessary, obviously. And this whole situation is definitely given, like, um, you know, Mean Girls or, like, Regina George and, like... Oh, yeah, Nene, but I'm just saying, and, like, Regina George and her minions. It's it's funny, because almost, like, is that a proto... Not a prototype. I So when I think about that, yes, I think that's a great example. But then I also think about Nene Leaks. Because she was the HBIC. Mm-hmm. And anytime somebody new, fresh face came in, I don't yeah. really remember her being that welcoming. And I would say the same, definitely, with Giselle from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the way that she did. Um, I think she was that way with Wendy as well. But she definitely was that way with Monique. Actually, yeah. Karen treated Wendy, I'm sorry, yeah, Karen treated Wendy kind of cold at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this, I mean, this is all a case of projection and jealousy mm-hmm. um, that's coming out, and it's not really pretty. At all. So, we see in the next scene that Allison, she's in her confessional, and she's saying that she is, she feels alone most of the time because there are alliances in the house, but now that Kay is here, she feels like she has someone to connect with. And I really felt so bad for her when she was talking about that. Because, like, it really, this should not be that deep. I felt bad because, you know, y'all, you're allowed to change your mind. <laughs> but Allison, I was not a fan. I said that the past few episodes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a fan. And I think the thing that I really didn't like was the going back to that voting episode when she showed up late. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, but she definitely has been growing on me, you know, especially about her mm-hmm. sex positivity mm-hmm. and how she stood up for herself. And even though she's not that ratatata chick, she mm-hmm. definitely knows how to stick up for herself and handle her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to remember, was something else that made me like her? I can't recall what happened previous episode, but... I definitely would say she handled her. Like, I think she might be the only person that really knows how to stand up to Kyle based upon mm-hmm. the sex, how she was being bullied. And I think that she can probably relate to Kay and she knows exactly what Kay is going through. And what mm-hmm. disappoints me, and again, y'all, y'all, y'all know I have very short-term memory, so if I'm messing up, just remind me. But I feel like when... 
Kyle was attacking Allison about her uh, sex capades. No one really mm-hmm. stepped in because he at first he was asking questions to be nosy, but then he threw it back in her face like blowback. So mm-hmm. I don't remember anyone saying, "Yo, Kyle, like that's not right, man. You gotta chill." But that's what an and that's what annoys me about them. Yeah, they're just the they're smiling. They never say anything. But I think they might know that if they jump in, then they'll be the next target. Well, again, like they see all this stuff from the confessional, so why not just say that to his face if he does that? And I just feel <laughs> like not to talk about gender roles, but I'm kind of traditional in some ways. So I feel like if a man is talking to me out the side of his neck, I do expect another man to jump in and be like, hey, yo, man, like check him. And I think the only person who can truly check him is Chris. But he won't say anything. But he won't say a damn thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of annoying. It really is. And speaking of annoying, they, we see, they are, they leave the boat, they're done for the day with their activities, and they're heading to the place they're going to stay. You know, you see Milan saying that, you know, she's just trying to relax and be comfortable and just have a nice time in this hotel that they will be staying in. Her, what she thinks. So they pull up and there is a tent outside. So they're like, it's a tent outside. Woo, and they the arrive. ghetto, the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no white refrigerator though. Mm-mm. But anyway, they, they arrive at a RV park. And when I tell you, like, BET's cheap asses, are you telling me you cannot just get us, like, a Best Western, a Hyatt Regency, something? You know what I thought of? I said, this is giving fire festival. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was really fucked up. Like, you made us get up early as hell. Mm -hmm. You remember they got up, like, what, four o'clock in the morning or something like that? Mm Mm-hmm. We get on this bus. We have this long ass day. We outside. And you know, black folks, you know how we be like, oh, you smell like outside. So, you know, collectively, they all probably smell like outside. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they're probably going to get in a hotel. They're going to freshen up. Like, I was very shocked. And BET, that was real tacky of y'all. MTV it really never. Was. Yeah, it really was. They could at least give them like a house to rent. Yeah. For the night, <laughs> for the, for the night or whatever. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. So, you know, like you said, they're they get to the fire festival, or should I say, the camp park or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. And you know, later that evening, actually, am I missing something? Um, because there was I some drama that... going on, wasn't there? Was there? I know. I wrote you that know, they went to the restaurant. Yeah, so they went to a restaurant later that evening, and. They go to a restaurant because, of course, they did not pack. If obviously they would have um probably grabbed some hot dogs and some marshmallows mm-hmm. and graham crackers if they knew they were going to be outside, which kind of sucked because it rained the whole time too. So it was real tacky for that. That's um, really ghetto of them. Like, why would they do that? Why would they do that? What was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty jacked up, and so they didn't go to a restaurant. Thankfully, it was like right up the street from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they're gathering at the table, and then they all mention Kay's arrival. You know they're talking about other stuff, but then they eventually get to that subject. And Milan says, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of caught her off guard. And Allison said that you know she was planning on talking to Milan later on after she had first arrived on the bus, and she says that mm-hmm. she's not really excited about the camping portion of it. Um, mm-hmm. And Kyle says that he wasn't excited at first, but now he feels like, you know, I can be excited about this because it's giving us a chance to kind of come closer and do something out of the norm. And, you know, Kyle is sitting there. I'm sorry, Kay is sitting there. And she's at the table and she's just kind of thinking like, damn, I might have made a bad decision because she thought that it was going to be a good experience with, you know, meeting new people. But now mm-hmm. she's realizing that she can't really be herself around them. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. So then they mm-hmm. leave to go back to the campsite. And, you know, it's raining hard as hell. And let me tell you, that wasn't the only storm for the evening. So mm. Allison says that for some reason, Kyle continues to dig. And he's saying some really mean things to Kay. 
Mm-hmm. And you know, she's saying he's saying things that like you would hope that someone that you just met they should ever like experience that. So I guess he's talking about how people will stink, but I think he was really talking about her. He turns on the hot water. It was just bullying. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, take it away from there. So they were just bullying. Well, he was bullying. He yeah. was just getting on her wardrobe, her entrance into the house. We gotta really bike. get into it because we can't give Cliff notes on this. Because I ain't gonna lie, Kyle was saying well, some. Well, I didn't really write. It's hard to write every little thing Donnie said, but if you well, know, let's, let's let's get into it. So, you know, Kay's saying that she feels sorry for Kyle because when people act like that, they behave that way because there's something that's evil inside of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, Allison's talking about how the rest of the housemates are watching this as, like, a sense of amusement as Kyle mm-hmm. continues to bully Kay, even though they know that they should interject. And so Kyle continues to mouth off at Kay, mocking her, saying that she stumbled in the RV in the middle of the night, saying, hi, guys, I'm your new roommate. So he's asked, he'd asked her, um, how long did you practice that line in the van? Seriously. Mm-hmm. And then he starts coming for her fashion, and he's like, saying that then you had the audacity to come in with that snakeskin top that you got from Walmart. And then Kay comes back and she's like, okay, well, after your little 15 minutes of fame, you'll be out on the street in your name brand clothes with no meal and no food to eat. Mm-hmm. And then that's what kind of really took it to a whole nother level. And you know, Allison, you know, she kiki and she kind of... <laughs> and so then you have Kyle who's like, oh, oh, so now you trying to chime in? I know you ain't chiming in with your beep, beep, sucking, beep, beep. And did you even know what was going in between all them beats? No. Like, I really just kind of blanked out because I'm, there's no way I'm going to remember or write any of this down. I just know, like, overall, he was slut-shaming Allison and Kay because he mentioned about how they were sucking dick and, you know, just... And, you but know... he said something about... And don't you turn stuff. around to her because, I mean, almost was like, was he being a high-key biphobic as well? Like, it was... I mean, he was, it was all the phobics and isms and whatever. He yeah. was doing a lot. Yeah. And then he called Allison her bookworm ass, which I just thought was like, okay. The <laughs> okay. thing is, is that she's like, go ahead. You can say all of these sentences and say as many phrases and as many comments because trust me, <laughs> Allison was sitting there plotting. She was like, ooh, don't say it, Allison. Say it, Allison. Don't say it, Allison. Say it, Allison. Mm-hmm. She was brewing. But in the yeah. meanwhile, while she's brewing, because she gonna have something to say back to his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to go ahead and say. What did she tell that man? She goes to the juggler and says, go hang out with your dope head daddy. Yeah. And then that's yeah, yeah, a really yeah. turned loose. And he and went she said off. It twice. Yeah. Because he was yelling at her and she snuck in the comment. And, you know, I guess he's still being loud. So she said it again to make sure he heard. Mm-hmm. Well, say it one more time. What did he tell her? Go she hang out with me. your dope head daddy. Yeah. And you know, it's like his jaw dropped immediately, but then he went back into reactions like, no, it's kind of like you in the ring, right? Mm-hmm. And you seeing two people box. And I think that when she said that comment, it definitely had a little sting to it. You know what I'm saying? Because he over like, pow, 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 pow. But she said, pow. I had no sympathy for him whatsoever. Yeah. You're not going to continue to go go off of me and call me anything but a child of God, and I'm not supposed to just, you know, uh, say anything back. And I don't I mean, blame her. I do not blame her at all. And then what really pissed me off, too, one hand, you can say it was too much, but it wasn't too much. Because it's not like, let's say, you know how people do your mama jokes or something, or they yeah. just go on you just for fun? Yeah, but the, we know that's lighthearted stuff. And if you say something really out of pocket, then like you're just really out of pocket. But in this case, he was already doing. He was re, he was already being out of pocket. So I'm glad that Allison brought that same energy back to him. And what and she only said it was one sentence though, because he mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like she needed to say something to make it stop. Yeah. And I think she knew that that was the comment to like just end it all and what annoyed me though is when Milan chimed in saying in the background oh you crossed the line like bitch now you want to speak up and that's what I'm saying I felt some type of way about her I felt some type of way about like mm-mm. yeah and then she says to that you know that is something you don't use against somebody but Kyle was also the same one that used Allison's sex history against her and still bringing it up. That was like days ago, and you still 
Well, I don't know if it was days ago, but it was an episode or two ago. Yeah. And you're still being disgusting. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't just keep on bullying me, bullying me. I'm giving you literally, I'm feeding into you what you are feeding into me. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you what you're giving me. And no, I don't think that I'm going to become small because you being called a big ass bully. And I'm just going to sit here and take this. Mm -hmm. So if your mouth want to get reckless, I'm going to match your energy. Exactly. And it's... It's fair game. And she definitely matched it. And honestly, I didn't feel sorry for him either because what was going to, when was he going to stop? And you know, Kyle, when he gets there, he just keeps going and he can go for a while. Now, even though I don't really agree with Brandon, but you remember, <laughs> and Kyle knows how to make you say the worst things to his face because Kyle just mm-hmm. that energy he nags. Mm-hmm. Did you remember he, uh, Brandon called him a slur? Oh yeah, I think what what annoys me Kyle, he reminds me of the type of person that will just like, again, just pick at you, nudge your buttons, and then you go off on him. Yeah, and then you go off on him, and then like once that you know is over, you know you're still mad and heated about what happened because it really affected you, and then they just go on about the day like nothing happened. It reminded me of a Karen when you see those videos of like. A woman like saying something really mean to another person and by another person mm-hmm. like a black person whatever and then the black person just you know ayo chill like i'm not trying to argue with you lady and then you know the black person says something back and next thing you know when the police are called it's the white woman playing the victim and i shouldn't i'm sorry i don't know if i'm okay. going to say that but <laughs> i just that's what Kyle reminded me of he reminded me and i'm not saying all white women you know i'm just saying the Karen prototype. And I feel yeah. like Kyle was acting like a black Karen. Yeah. And maybe that's what the black male Karen should be called from now on. Kyle. You're acting like a Kyle. A black Kyle. <laughs> um, so yeah. It was getting kind of nasty. And so of course. And this is the thing. Anytime. And this is not the first time that Allison tried to defend somebody. Because I think she did it with Terry. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if, he, if she did it with Terry and then Kyle transition from Terry to Allison but I know when it was between Brandon and um, Allison, Allison jumped in and then it became the Allison so here we go again, he focuses and if you speak up then he shifts his focus from the one person that he was mainly bullying and then he goes to the person that stood up for said victim and then he goes in on them so yeah, I think that Allison truly was justified in what she said I don't think that she crossed the line because I feel like Kyle created the environment to just say whatever we want to say. Mm-hmm. Because, and, yeah. af- and after everything, he just goes off on Allison and Kate. And it was just really like gross to hear everything he was saying. Like it just well, he he's been saying threats of beating and murder. Oh, yeah. and beat her ass like, and all stuff. What and, in the hell? Like Yeah, so when he was continuing to be irate and saying those violent things about how he was gonna like jump in and, and whoop her or whatever. Kyle was saying, I'm sorry, Kay was like, oh, wow, black on black violence because that's, you know, that's nice. <laughs> and so then he was like, mm, but you're not even fully black. <laughs> you're Pakistani. Yeah. What the fuck you got to do with anything? I'm just like, oh my God, shut the fuck up, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did not feel sorry for him. And, you know, though his father's situation may be sad, and I will admit that, but you... Mm-hmm made your personal life fair game because again when mm-hmm. Allison put herself out there you held it against her so she yeah. literally grabbed a little um play out of your playbook yeah and it's funny right because they say you know sometimes when you do people like you do them they don't really care for it mm-hmm. and you know Allison admits in the confessional like you know maybe I did cross the line but I feel like he deserved it at that point and so then Kyle's like, where's my where's my drink? And he storms off outside while it's like raining. And of course, who runs after him? Chris. Mm-hmm. So Chris comes outside and he follows Kyle and he says, you know, I really don't care that Allison talked about my father because, you know, I deserved it. Um, And but, you know, he's like, I talked about Allison in the worst way. And then Kyle kind of claims that he doesn't even know what's going on with him. He knows that something's wrong with him. And he's like, you know, I need help. And Chris says that everybody on this earth has problems. You know, you're just searching for some answers. And then Kyle says that he don't even know why he was going off on Kay. Because, you know, he don't even know her like that. 
Yeah. And he knows that he was wrong. He admits like it was crazy. And then he's in shock, like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? So I don't know if he was having self-reflection, like, damn, I was it's like he had a post not clarity or something. Right. And also, I don't recall them ever talking about his father's situation. Yeah, they never brought it up. They never brought it up. Like, though they probably talked about it, it was never aired. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that was something that he wanted to keep private. And mm-hmm. so I think maybe a part of it was like, damn, my family's going to be disappointed in me when they see this. I mean, he admits, like, Chris is just telling us through the confessional that Kyle's just trying to find himself and it's just an internal struggle for him, which but we kind of, we already know. And then Kyle also admits that he's a bully. But I'm going to say this. You and I earlier in the podcast were talking mm-hmm. about self-discovery. You know, you were talking about, like, you know, when you're in your 20s, you feel like you're trying to discover yourself. Mm-hmm. Not since I have known you, you have never decided to be a Kyle to be a bully. So I don't think that it's an excuse to say, "Oh, well, he's trying to find himself. That's why he's a dickhead to everybody." Yeah, it's no excuse at all. Yeah, and he admits that he was wrong for cussing. I don't know if he was talking about um, Allison or Kay, so I'm just gonna say that. But he admits that he was wrong for cussing them out, and that he says that he's a bully himself. And he Uh just kept saying, like, I'm a bully, I'm a bully. And he says that he can see that about himself and that he needs help. Now, I'm not trying to be funny. Uh I guess he was crying, but I couldn't really see tears. All I saw was the rain. I hate to be an asshole. I thought, at first, I I thought, I kind of saw sweat. I thought that was sweat. I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. But I I feel like he was actually crying. Um, Well, probably out of embarrassment. But then, you know, Allison is talking to the remaining people on the bus. And she says that she knows that what she said was messed up. But, you know, what what is she supposed to do when she feels cornered and he continues to push her and attack her? Like, how is she supposed Mm -hmm. to respond? He kept pushing her. And, again, I agree with you. I don't think that she was wrong because, again, he created that environment, that Mm -hmm. hostile environment, that environment to attack. So she had to give him a, a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. Um... And then we have Milan chiming back in again. Yeah, this bitch. <laughs> yeah. What did, <laughs> what did that. I say in, um, what you call it? This bitch. This bitch. Yeah. That was at the Brutal Mars. Yeah. Um, yeah interesting pack. Um, but she says that they've gotten to know Kyle and they've seen the nice side of him. But you, Allison and Kay, haven't seen that yet. So you just don't understand. And Milan, please shut the fuck up <laughs> like but his actions that night is just not justifiable and even again you got to know him doesn't justify him acting like an ass and if you do know him you should also tell him to stop like just be like no what you're doing is not cool you need to chill out that's all you like none of you have done that Right. I mean, the only person that has done that is Allison. Mm-hmm. But I'm more mad at Milan and Chris because they are enabling be his behavior. Yeah, and they're supposed to be close to him, but they're not doing anything to stop him or just be like, "Hey, man, like, stop. You know, just chill out. Let's talk." If that's if you say you're his friend, you really get to know him. That's what you should have done. And I think that true friends are allowed to call each other out on each other's bullshit because if you know that that's a true friend you know that it's not coming out of somewhere that is a place of like being malicious Mm -hmm. you know and I don't know if Kyle is mentally stable to receive feedback because I hope that Kyle doesn't really like he seemed like a really good time like I said y'all know I liked him Mm -hmm. in the beginning I never thought that I would be here in this um, season of this or this episode or whatever mm-hmm. to tell y'all that I think my views have changed where mm-hmm. I had really liked Kyle at first and I didn't really like Allison and now it's kind of flipped yeah I mean I think I'm not I think I'm not trying to self-diagnose so I think it's clear that Kyle is going through a lot of you know oh, absolutely mental issues like oof like just a lot of stuff in his life he's trying to process I think the way that he's able to flip it from one extreme to the other is definitely he's definitely unstable yeah i don't judge him for that because sometimes it is hard not to like lose your shit but again Mm -hmm. i don't think it's right to project or to 
hurt other people in the process because you're suffering. But you know, like they say, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Wait, what? hold on. I just also want to mention, lastly, that Allison says in her confessional that basically, you know, Kyle he's talking to her roommates and stuff like, well, it's funny that Kyle can say whatever he wants and none of the roommates hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. But basically, when it's the other way around, then it's a problem. And she's right. And that's how it ended. And we see him like sitting down, sitting out at the fire or whatever, just trying to calm down or what whatnot. I will say that even though I don't really care for Chris or Kyle, I do Mm -hmm. like that Chris seems to be really supportive towards Kyle. Every time that Kyle is damn near losing his mind, Kyle is always there to kind of help him out a little bit, process. I mean, I appreciate Mm -hmm. Mm it. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that he is a good friend. He's a supportive friend, but I do feel like he also needs to be a good friend that checks his friend yeah because it's like were you supportive when you you know didn't tell your friend to just chill out and stop being mean to the new housemate right so it goes both ways yeah he he definitely needs to check him a little bit more um and so yeah i am curious to see and i'll have to say this too kind of going back when allison Mm -hmm. and um and Kay first sat by each other and they were kind of like oh like yeah I can tell she's a sweetheart I can tell like mm-hmm. I was hoping that I hope that their friendship doesn't turn sour for some reason because you know they're hitting it off really well almost too mm-hmm. well I was like I hope that things don't eventually go sour and you, next thing you know they start beefing not to say that I want that to happen but that wasn't mm-hmm. in my mind yeah and also we didn't mention this or maybe this was for the next episode preview. I don't know. But it seems like Paul and uh, Kay might have something brewing. We'll see, though. Yeah, that's the next episode. Mm-hmm. to give us a little preview. All right. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. How winners you- and losers. Yeah. Well, my winners are Allison and Kay. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty self. The city girls. Yeah, so I like the fact that Allison stood up for Kay and then, like, let Kyle continue to bully her. And I was really noble her and brave, especially compared to the rest of the roommates who were just acting like cowards. Yeah. And I also like the fact that Kay also stood up to herself as well. She wasn't going to take any more Kyle's shit. It's sad that it takes two people to knock down a beast, though. Mm. But also, he attacked two people, so never mind. Ha! <laughs> uh, I I'm assuming you have the same winners. Yeah, no, I yeah, while yes, K is definitely my runner up, first place <laughs> goes to Allison. Because Allison, she really does march to the beat of her own drum. And I like the fact that she can think independently. Like she is so ahead of mm-hmm. her time. We were not really using words like triggers back then. You know, mm-hmm. and she said in one of the confessionals, like she knew that if she just kind of pinpointed a trigger for him, mm-hmm. she knew that she would get him. And she really is a savage. Like, yeah, Allison did what she needed to do because again, had she said nothing and she just sat there and kept letting him go on and on and on, that night could have went on even longer. And that's why he hates Allison because she's <laughs> um, sure of herself, and mm-hmm. and he's not. Mm-hmm. Um. So our losers. Um. Well, yeah. Kyle <laughs> and the roommates, specifically Milan and Chris. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree with you as well. I mean, we kind of already touched. Yeah. Them. And Tiffany and Paul, to be honest, are also losers because they're just there. You know, I was thinking that. I don't know why I want Paul to be more involved in the episode, but mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, I was like. We keep seeing mainly this show being focused on Brandon, mm-hmm. Kyle. Kyle is like in every freaking scene, feels like. Yeah. But Kyle, Brandon, Milan. Yeah. Uh, am I missing someone? And Alice, Chris. we've seen their dynamics. We've seen them talk. But again, the most that I've really gotten out of Paul was when he opened up about his troubled youth. Mm-hmm. But and I the only just, thing we know about Tiffany is that she is a pretty girl. And got a tongue ring. 
Like, that's it. I mean, we like, know that there's, like, something going on between her and Chris, obviously. That's boring. It's boring. <sighs> I want, What are you about, Tiffany? I want to know more. I know we said this. I said this last episode. And I think that was before, but she I'm going to need her. Hoops. She really is the hoops. And I'm going to need to see more of her. I'm going to need to see more of Paul, which I think we're going to see next episode. And maybe Kay needed to come along. So that way mm-hmm. we can kind of shift the camera from fucking Brandon. Yeah, because I'm tired of Brandon. But you know, <laughs> he's not he's not a loser this episode, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, he's finally off the loser block. Yay! <laughs> um, but yeah, Milan and Chris need to get it together. And like I'm you said, thinking... the whole house for just not even speaking up with the exception of our yeah. Allison. So any hmm. final thoughts? What's your the rating? Oh, of course, I'm going to give this thing... Mm, I could give it like an eight. Same, yeah. Okay. yeah. Any final thoughts on this episode? I don't have any final thoughts, but I wanted to ask you if you have any advice or wisdom you want to give out to the audience this don't week. Don't turn this on me because you're not having... I'm going to turn it on you. I'm going to turn it on you because you you might have something. So I want to hear it. Let us you all know hear what? I do have something. And I tell people that I work close to all the time. Um, mm-hmm. The big thing that I want to tell folks is stop comparing yourself to other people's journeys. And mm. don't feel like you're behind because you haven't hit certain quote unquote milestones. If mm-hmm. you continue to do that, you will be miserable as hell. I don't think that you need to focus on how quickly you go through a journey but you need to be more focused on the way that you're going through it you know what i'm saying like let's Mm -hmm. stop saying oh well this person's already done blah 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 focus on you you think that that person was focused on what everybody else is doing to get to where they needed to get to (laughs) no so i just want to tell you bottom line stop comparing yourself to others Mm. focus on you baby well, that's definitely a word. And that wraps up this episode of Messy Reality Breakdown, the podcast that breaks down or where we break down our favorite podcast, favorite reality shows. Wow. In the name of fun, shade, and the splash of messiness. Follow us on IG at Messy Reality Breakdown. That's T-E-A. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Messy Reality, that's TA Breakdown, where we post um, episodes of our podcast on there as well. And I also want to say I'm really excited because we're getting followers on Instagram. And I just want to say thank you all so much. It's not a lot, but for us, we're grateful. So thank you all. Yeah, definitely. Also, like, just... If you listen to podcasts, please share with your friends and family or share on social media. It really gets the word out. And again, if you can, please rate our podcast. It also helps the word out, gets people commenting, and it just helps us grow. So thank you all for listening. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.